This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We hope you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that is unapologetically you and then go get it. If you feel like you were meant for more and you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. This is part five of our bonus series on the seven elements of meaningful work. This is signature strengths, or in other words, how well your work takes advantage of your talents, predispositions, and abilities. Now, much like the other ones, if you've already listened to the other episodes, you know that I gave you some quick soundbite examples of what it sounds like when you're working in that particular element and what it sounds like when you're not working or you don't have that particular element of meaningful work. So here's what it sounds like when you're working in your signature strengths. I can't explain it. I have more energy and things feel less stressful. It feels like I'm in my zone a lot more of the time. And by the way, these these examples, these sound bites come from actual people that we've worked with over the years. Here's one for what it sounds like when you're not working in your signature strengths. I feel like I have to be someone else to be successful in my job. It's weird because I can do it and I'm good at it, but it leaves me emotionally and physically exhausted. Okay. So there's a couple examples of what it sounds like when you have it and when you don't. Your job, when you're working in your signature strengths, allows you to leverage your strongest abilities so that you feel able to maximize not just your skill sets at work, but also who you are. So you're getting to bring to your professional part of your life, we'll say, and show up for who you are, not necessarily just your skills. That sounds fantastic, right? Well, it turns out that Gallup has a lot of data on what happens when you're working in your strengths. And here's just a small sample of their findings. When you're spending more time, in fact, as little as one to two hours a day more working in your strengths, you gain a positive emotional boost while using your strengths. Uh, That shows up in really interesting ways, even smiling more. Okay, so the more you use your strengths in a day, the less likely you are to feel stressed, worried, angry, or sad. When you use your strengths regularly, you are more likely to have positive emotions regularly. Pretty cool, right? Okay, so the question that people always ask is along the lines of, hey, I feel like I am you know, working in my strengths, but I don't actually enjoy it that much. Okay. If that's something you felt too, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but if that's something that you felt too, like, you're like, I can do this. I'm great at it, but I don't actually want to do it. That's probably an indicator that what you're talking about is not actually strengths. Strengths get confused with skills and skill sets. Now, when we say strengths, we're talking about the things that are underneath those skills. What's underneath the surface, almost like an iceberg, where on the surface you see the that tip of the iceberg, and that might show up as skills on the surface. But underneath, buried deep for what you can't see, is the strength itself. 
Now that might cause you to be amazing at building pivot tables, or it might cause you to be amazing at communication and taking on responsibility where other people will not. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that what shows up on the surface is the strength itself. It usually isn't. It's usually just a clue to something deeper below. And and that's actually one of the things that I've seen over and over again. You know, we'll have clients that get promoted up the ranks and they are, you know, been with the same type of organization or same type of industry for quite a number of years. And then they they feel you know burnt out and like they don't want to keep going in a variety of different ways. And they've been promoted over and over and over again because they built a skill set and a set of expertise around this one area, but it's taking them away from spending more time in their strengths. And although they might have developed competency and those skills and expertise, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting to utilize their strengths or naturally be who they are. And sometimes where they've been able to get used to adding value to an organization has surpassed them working in the strength itself. So often it started out in a great, as a great situation and then migrated over years to become a less great situation where they get to be less of who they are and it feels forced in one way or another. Okay. So if that's you, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That actually is relatively normal, but it's an indication that you probably need to do some work to identify what are your actual strengths that are hidden underneath the surface, and then make sure that you're focused on those as opposed to just those tip of the iceberg skill sets or the things that you have developed competencies in or become very, very good at. Two very different things. uh, And... Um, another way that I would describe it, and this is actually one of the questions that I'll give you to evaluate how you can better utilize your strengths, is when you show up to work, does it feel like you get to be more or less of who you are when you're not at work? If the answer is less, then what are the areas? What are the areas where you're feeling like you have to be someone else or operate way outside of not your comfort zone? but your strengths zone where you feel like you sort of have to be a different person and show up and it's physically and emotionally exhausting. Okay. If you are spending more time in your strengths or you're getting tidbits and glimpses into that, then where are you finding those? Where are you finding those glimpses? What are the commonalities? Where would you like to spend more time? What are they? All right, make sure you listen to all seven episodes of this bonus series. That way you can get a full understanding of the seven elements of meaningful work. And that'll allow you to really start creating your personal definition of meaningful work. Your future self will thank you, I promise. Until next time, adios, I am out. Adios.